Hello and welcome to our podcast, What Makes Them Tip? Innovations that change everything, where we hear from business leaders and entrepreneurs about the moment, insight, or inspiration that made everything possible and ultimately pushed them over the tipping point. I'm Mike Strada, founder and CEO of Arcalea, where we inspire business change by introducing data science, formal analytics, and provide implementation from marketing. Moneyball for growth-oriented businesses, we say success is now a science. Stay with us, and at the end of the show, we'll share how you can be the next guest on one of the fastest-growing podcasts in the industry. And with that, let's get started. So fire away, fire away, Mike. <laughs> what's been what's been your journey through entrepreneurship? Yeah, no, um, it's so exciting to talk about um, everybody's uh, varying journeys, and I, I hear so many myself. But you know, I was uh, I started my career right out of school and moved to Chicago, and I got um, it was during the tech boom of like information security, and I got a job in in that. We were working in. I was a working at Fortune 500 InfoSec um, space for firewall architecture and intrusion detection and stuff. Like that. And I was, by all accounts, like it was a, it was an awesome job. Um, and then uh, I supported a few hundred folks in in, in uh, consulting, and in uh, one of them one day said, "Wow, you you've got the you can do this for the next thirty years." And all I heard was. 30 years, 30 years, 30 years. And I was just like, in my, I mean, in my mind, I was like, there's no way I'm doing this for 30 years. Like it's, you know, it's exciting, but I can't, I got in, I never had like a stable, you know, uh, uh, career path in front of me that I was like, I have to do this and save over time. And like incrementally just yeah. compound everything. I, I, what I, were your goals and dreams and aspirations? I, I moved to Chicago to produce a, this is going to sound funny too, uh, to produce a feature film. Um, and I was, I was dead set on working in, in the production industry and to be a producer. And, and so I got an opportunity, uh, in, in college and I packed up, I didn't even walk for graduation. I just packed and came to Chicago and, and started doing that. And I was not qualified whatsoever, but I'm, I'm from the school of, if you can teach one person to do something, another person can do it. And so I was just like, I came with like an open mind and in a great spirit and was just like, raise my hand for everything possible. And I, I managed to do that in concert with the, having a real job for, for a while. And then finally, I, I um, heard that 30 years thing. And I was like, all right, I got to make it. I'm going to be stuck here if I don't jump now. So I'm just yeah. going to do it. And yeah. um, I bought a condo uh, and quit my job in the same month because I knew I wouldn't qualify the next month um, because I didn't have income. And, uh, it was probably one of the dumbest things I've done. <laughs> no, I love that. <laughs> but I mean, they always said, and especially in film, I was always told like, don't have a plan B. And Interesting. having a plan B is your worst nightmare because when you're, you're kind of staring into the depths of like, I'm not sure if I can do this. When you, when you got one hand on the vine, the, so to speak, yeah. and, uh, you're telling yourself like, Oh, I could, I could always, I can always go back. I can do that. Yeah. Uh, it doesn't serve you well. And so not having a, a fall black fallback was, um, was probably one of the keys. Um, okay. So you, you burned the boats and you were like, there's no plan B. So what was, what, what, what happened next? Yeah, no, um, it, it was terrible. It was, it was not <laughs> great. <laughs> I mean, we got a little, we got a little work here and there, but you know, you're 
oftentimes in entrepreneurship, you end up so far from where you began. Like you have a great idea and you're like, oh, I, I can do this. We'll steal market share. Like I'll, I'll, I'll get business. And you're, it's so clear in your mind of like, all I have to do is this and this, and we're going to be successful. And then the, you know, the curveballs start coming and uh, it turns out like <clears throat> I raised my hand for uh, some films, uh, got on the sets, but I was still having to moonlight for, for a few years before I really can break away. And we finally got a client or two that we were like, I think this can you know, pay the bills. Like, and, and, and that's when I, I, I jumped, but you know, we had to have a plan. And I think what we first began or when I first started, the plan was we were going to steal market share by doing a better job for less money. Uh-huh. And uh, it was at the cost of profit, but we didn't know it was called at the time. We we're just like, we're going to steal market share and like, and get business. Yeah. And the fact that, our, one of our core values is to over deliver. Like we'll never late. And it still is a carry today, but which company are we talking about by the way? Yeah. At the time I, it was, it was kind of pre-starting the company. I was still like carrying a producer's card around saying, I'm a producer, like trying to like make it work. And, um, but it would, it would be the kernel of this core value of saying like, you have to have some differentiation. That's a value or else Mm -hmm. you don't have anything. Right. Sometimes it's price. Uh, but, but however it is, you got to find it and, and it has to be believable. And so yep. we started with our differentiation was that we weren't knuckleheads. We were trying to do a great job on time and for less money. And, uh, we started to, we started to get more work through word of mouth and that's really how it started. Um, awesome. Did that answer your question? Totally forgot yes, the question. Yes, I think so. You've got, <laughs> uh, I, I, so digging into your story a little bit more, you have uh, two successful companies that you exited from, uh, JSTN and Lime Green. Tell me about those companies. Yeah, I mean, uh, they're both in the marketing services space. Um, you know, Lime Green was the the the, the one that I, I spent about 12 or 13 years uh, building and, and that was what I, that was the kernel of what I just described, which is, you know, stealing market share through for over delivery and, and quality. Nice. And, um, you know, we, we, we started to ladder up. We started at the bottom of the value chain. It was like in the, in production in the, in the film and television space. And then we started to realize like, Ooh, everybody's graduating with cameras. Like they're all editing <laughs> the iPhone comes out and you're like, yeah. Oh, the writing's on the wall. So we had to like, kind of, we realized we, unless we levered up the value chain, we would, we would not have, um, we'd be competing with too many folks. And so we started going up into creative and up into strategy and then direct to brands. Um, and we started getting, you know, McDonald's and Jim Beam. And it was, it was a, a great run uh, for a number of years. <clears throat> and then we started to see the digital writing on the wall right around 2012, 2014 saying, look, the global ad spend for television has peaked in 2014. Uh, all these digital channels are starting to have this huge, huge spike. I was like, I, I, I think I want to be in that space. Um, I could see a combination of my prior world of information security and fingerprinting um, combined with marketing. And I thought that there would be a new combination or an innovation there I could leverage. So was that Arkalea? Yes. Awesome. Okay. So, let, yeah. <laughs> so let's talk, <laughs> let's talk about that. You mentioned that, um, well, I've got two questions for you. One is you mentioned that every, you know, every successful company's got to have that thing that they that differentiates them. I'm curious about that for Arkalea, how you how you'd answer that question. Okay. And then also I just want to hear the origin story. I don't even know the the meaning of the word Arkalea. 
Yeah. Oh, that's a great, that's a great one. Um, I'll start in reverse order. So um, I sold uh, my portion of the company. I had a business partner at the time and I sold it to a, a larger agency. And um, I spent some time thinking like, what do I really want to do? Like, uh, like it wasn't original. I didn't originally leave being like, I got to do this. I just knew like, you know, I'm going to change here. And I spent some time considering what that would be. Then I, I thought, you know, I'm just going to try my hand a little bit. I'll wait in and I needed a company name. And I spent like three months trying to figure it out. I didn't want it to be super cool or there's so many company names that are like a misspelling of another word or, you know, it just sounded too cool. And I wanted to be unique. And so I, I started doing these word mashups. I don't know what the real name of it is called, but there's a name for this. Yeah. yeah. But it was, um, it was um, marketing, advertising, search security, and analytics. And it was like number 13 on the mashup. And I was like, wow, this is a word. And I, and I always bounce ideas off friends and family. And I was like, I had a few other ones that didn't work, but Archelea was the number yeah. number 13. Uh, and we could own it. Uh, yeah, so, no problem finding that domain. They, exactly right. So um, the the unique identifier or the, the differentiation was that so there's so much competition out there. Like our job is to to enter markets which have low competition or to create competitive force in in current markets. That's the only way you can kind of get into a business or into a target market. And um, what we decided to do is was reduce reduce competition by focusing in this one area of marketing analytics. So many others want to do everything just because there's revenue there. And we were like, eh, let's just be really, really good at a really narrow plane of, of delivery. And that was in the, in the analytics space. And it combines our, our information security methodologies of fingerprinting the market along with analysis and now data science. Um, and, and, it, and our goal is just to outright own that space of knowing as much as possible about the competitive marketplace that allows you to pivot in so many ways, but too many companies, almost all of them do the reverse. They start with a tactic and like, why does this tactic not work? Or let's do this one little thing here. And um, the way we, we start is simply as kind of the guides through this whole new marketplace, this whole new system of, 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 uh, of marketing and online and digital. Yeah. And that was, that's where we set off to be our, our unique identifier. Walk me through your typical, so your typical customer, what are their typical problems and you know, what are you doing for them? Yeah, it's a great question, Tim. First of all, there's no typical customer. <laughs> they all, I mean, we work with clients that are, you know, 5 million in revenue to billion dollar multinational uh, corporations, and they all have differing challenges. Um, the fact of the matter is in the last six years, uh, digital has overtaken in the last, two, last in 2019, combined digital channels overtook combined traditional channels in global spend. And it was the first time in history it's happened. And what's unique about those digital channels is that they all contain signaling that is you that uniquely identifies the customer and the competitors in the marketplace. So marketing is competition dependent. So it means that we, in order to win in a game, we have to know what's happening with everybody else. And that occurs on 20 or 30 different dimensions, even in digital. You only think of three or four, but there are literally hundreds of, of, of different dimensions of data points that are stacked all together into these like 20 or 30 primary uh, dimensions to, for, for analysis. And what we do is we approach that, we um, diagram and benchmark that space, and then we simply create a plan to beat them depending on the business goals. And I forgot your question. What was it again? Oh, <laughs> well, oh it was, standard. 
<laughs> yeah. Or Standard or you could pick. It. Yeah. So I, I was going to. <laughs> sorry, it's that Zoom <laughs> delay. <laughs> so let me just finish real quick. Yeah, so what happens please. is we 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 go in and it de- everything is dependent on the on the brand's goals. Sometimes with private equity and investment, their time horizon is two to three years. Sometimes with brands that are that are owned for generations, they're generationally managed. That can be you know five year, ten year timeline. So everything that we find in the market is completely dependent on the business goal. So we it's not for us to say what you should do. Only until we know the context of what you're trying to accomplish can we then prescribe implementation. And that's how we approach. Awesome. I love it. So the show is called What Makes Them Tip. It's all about zeroing in on the tipping point of your company. What I found from doing this is most people have several key moments of innovations that they've done or or different tipping points or pivots. So I'm going to ask that question first, which is just what are some innovations? Oh, Arkalea is uh, six years old. Yeah, just about. Yeah. So what were some key innovations uh, in that six-year lifetime? Well, um, it, it, the most recent one has been the advance of machine learning. It's just, I mean, we're at the we're at the dawn of time with that. Um, and it's something that we were investing in uh, two years ago. And we just spent the last 18 months or so um, creating a new product, uh, which leverages uh, machine learning in a in a in an analysis of of brands in their in their marketplace uh, in organic search. And How allows can you give that to, to me in dumb speak, <laughs> uh, <laughs> so that I, I can did. understand it? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, yeah, no. It basically, um, if you know, search represents over fifty percent of any business's um, natural uh, business acquisition. Consumers today, whether it's B2B or B2C, they're all um, jumping in to try and figure out how um, consumers are researching them online and, and how that translates to business. So, so organic search is a huge deal. And ranking on page one is a huge deal. Um, yes. And so what we do is we analyze that in, within the competitive context, uh, meaning against your competitors, for yeah. all the things that matter to you as a business. And then we create a custom... A solution based on you know what others don't know yet because we're mm. using machine learning. Does that make Got sense? No, love it. Yes, it's it's just phenomenal. It's so it's so awesome. Um, but I think to the point of tip tipping, it yep. comes back to like you know, oftentimes as entrepreneurs are inspired by like one idea and we're like, I think I can do this. I really know if I just give a shot, I'll, I'll be able to do it. And then as soon as you get there. Um, you realize there's another set of forks in like decision-making like, oh, you know, I got to do this or do this. And I think it, the, one of the keys is not to see, you don't have to see the whole road. You just need to see the next step. And realizing that that is a constant throughout your journey is is a is a big reliever for you to say, I don't have to have all the answers. And that was a, I just need to get to the next point. That was a big revelation for me um, mm. because no, there's no like, there, there, there wasn't when I came out, like any entrepreneurial school that you're just like, this is how to be an entrepreneur. You're just like, I, oftentimes you don't realize you are one until years into the process. You're like, oh, this is what it's called. Yeah. So I think it's important to understand, you know, and it was important for me to understand. I didn't have to have all the answers. And then I think one of them was just recognizing that 1% change every day, incremental change is the key to success over time. And it doesn't stop with college or with like your first job or second job. Like I'm still trying to achieve that 1% difference every day. And I think that 
that spirit and attitude are, are, are huge components to that, um, to enabling that to be, to, to, to exist. That's, I love that. And that's actually my next question, which is what are the changes that you're currently, the problems you're currently working on at Arcalea or changes that you're hoping to see in your company tipping point you're hoping to get to? Oh man, that's a great one. Especially at the year end planning phase. Um, so it, one of the areas that I'm always focused on is, 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 is um, culture. Uh, when I restarted uh, this this last time with Arcalea, I was like, culture has to drive everything. And culture is an easier thing to manage when there's, you know, when there's three people or two people, yep. right? And then it gets to be five and then you're at 10 and you still know everyone's names and you're, and then you get to like 20 and then you start to have to make uh, organizational shifts that will enable scale. And culture is a big one that I'm super, super zeroed in on just personally, because it's, it's so meaningful uh, to be able to maintain that culture through growth. And I think that's the, that's one of the big ones this year for me is, is to make sure that, you know, that we maintain that and whatever the next way is um, whenever you go beyond 20 and 30, 30, 30 people. Yeah. What are some things that you're currently working on for culture, tactical things that you're trying? Oh gosh. Um, well, there are a number of things we we do as a regular basis, and one is we hire very strictly through the lens of culture. I mean, um, we have a, a scoring system that um, on some some key components, we have a um, um, some personality assessments that that you know try and ensure that it's a match. The job is a match because we wanted to, you know, my personal uh, goal is to make sure people know what they're are are a real good fit for the role, not just that it fits the company. Because if it doesn't fit you, yeah. it doesn't do us any good, right? And so that's a huge element of, of making sure that we know what we're looking for and who we're looking for um, from a personality perspective, but that also that the candidate is aware of who we are and what's meaningful to us and that it's a fit for them and that, that that's what they're looking for. Um, I think far too often we see what we want to see in almost every scenario and it's super yeah glossy looking in from the outside and looking out from the inside when you're like, Ooh, I, that candidate looks great on paper. Let's get them in. And uh, it takes a lot, lot longer than that. Um, and so that's a, that's a big one for us. I love it. Mike, how can listeners connect with you? Oh my gosh. Uh, I'm always, I'm always open to connect on LinkedIn. Um, my email is Mike at Arcalea.com. So um, always available. And I'm, and I'm super, super passionate about entrepreneurship and connecting with other entrepreneurs. So uh, no matter what it is, I'm always always open for uh, conversations and, and growth. So thank you, Tim. I appreciate it. Yeah, thank you. Thanks for being on your show. <laughs> All right. Thank you, Sarah. I'll talk to you soon. Thank you for listening to our show, What Makes Them Tip? Innovations That Changed Everything. If you're an entrepreneurial leader and you'd like to share the inspiration that changed everything in your business or venture, please visit arcalea.com slash guest and a small request. If you've liked this interview, please help us out by sharing this episode with a friend or on social with the hashtag Arcalea. You can also help us out right now by providing a review in your podcast player and a thumbs up or rating review would help a ton. We promise to read every word and it helps us improve a little bit each day. And while you're at it, please also subscribe because every week you're going to be inspired and learn from other leaders in bite-sized increments. Again, my name is Mike Strada. Let's connect either on social or stay up to date on all things business at arcalea.com. Thanks again for listening and thank you for being part of the over 99% of America's firms that make up the entrepreneurial community. Until next time.